Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Hey, happy Friday, Raider Nation. Are you ready for the weekend? Are you ready? For Raiders football on Sunday, they host the Minnesota Vikings in week number one of the NFL preseason in 2022 at the Death Star, and they will have a full house, I'm sure, even though it is the preseason. We're excited to be back with you, Scott Branson and Mo Moten. We are the hosts of Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast, and we appreciate you guys being with us. Do us a favor, make sure you subscribe if you already haven't done that. And uh, and give us a five star rating that really helps us. All the guys in the suits who sell the show, you know, salespeople at Odyssey, the big, big old company. Uh, if you give us five stars, then they think we're pretty cool. So do that. And and that'll help us significantly, especially uh, especially when Mo's got to always just, you know, tag me along and and uh, do that. Mo, well, here we are. I mean, we, we had a show yesterday on Thursday. Now we're back on Friday to do our first Q&A show. Are you excited to answer questions for Raider Nation? Yeah, because people have been screaming at me and saying, hey, you, you missed my question on Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't get to see all the responses in my mentions. It happens that way sometimes for me. Sometimes yeah. I don't see everything. So if you send your questions to our email, Scott will provide that. I can answer your questions personally on video so you can get the direct response. You get the direct attention that you want. Yeah, that's right. So, so we'll do that, and uh, we want to do this every week, and and then we'll jump with we'll do special shows too. You know, the Raiders make a move, um, they trade for Roquan Smith. Oh, sorry, no, it's not going to happen. Um, you know what I'm talking about. If you listen to the last show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, we will answer your questions. And again, all you have to do is send an email to mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Make sure you put in your question. Make sure you put in your address because all the questions we read. Uh, today on the show, by the way, we will be sending you a, a some swag. It's a sticker, a show sticker. And then one question every week, we will select 
and we will send you a show T-shirt. Mo doesn't even have a show T-shirt yet. A new one. Yeah, a new one. <laughs> Maybe it's you'll coming. get a shirt like this. No. It's coming. Maybe and by the way, for those who watch on video, my you see my mic flag? These, one of these is coming to you too, Mo. We're, we're official. Odyssey treats us well. See, we got this whole shiny new mic see, flag. When, if when, you give us, when, when you give us five stars, we get new merch. We get new things. We get new, yes. new things here and there. So, you know, we dress it up for you as, as you support, yeah. support us. So They let us out of our room if you do that. We're kind of captive <laughs> unless you give us five-star five ratings. So please do that. And in my case, I'm in my basement studio. So please, I want to go upstairs. Thank you. All right. I'm in, so a, broom, we're gonna I'm in a broom closet, by the way. That's why I started. <laughs> a broom closet somewhere in New York yes. City. Um, <laughs> all right. So we are going to jump in. And we got questions from all over the world, Mo. Not just the country. Because we know Raider Nation is worldwide. What's that famous That's song? True. Worldwide? Okay. So here we go. First question comes from Jesse C. Lee in Kentucky. Now, Jesse is very interactive with us on Twitter and with the show on Twitter, so I know who he is. Um, and so we're going to get to his question first. Okay, so here it is, Mo. He says, and we talked about this a little bit on Thursday, yesterday's show. He said, we haven't seen a whole lot of buzz around linebackers. I suspect Divine Diablo will be a major contributor, but who are the front runners for the other linebacker positions we know Perryman obviously Mo but but what's your take on those other linebacker position who sticks on this roster who might we see more of as the preseason goes along yeah it's definitely going to be Denzel Perryman and I think Jayon Brown and Devon Diablo are going to split uh snaps as the second linebacker when the Raiders are in nickel so when the Raiders have two linebackers on the field it'll either be Jayon Brown or Devon Diablo I think Jayon Brown has the upper hand there because he has the experience coming over from the Titans so he's been a starter before whereas Devon Diablo took over last year I believe in December when the Raiders kind of moved on or should I say benched Corey Littleton and moved on from Nick Wachowski so I think it's going to be more Denzel Perryman, Jayon Brown, Devon Diablo and then my guy Darian Butler I know you're wearing the forks up Arizona State cap <laughs> darian butler is my guy to to sneak onto the roster and and get significant snaps at linebacker because i think he'll be able to play on all three downs now i know the raiders also have kenny young but kenny young hasn't been involved too much on special teams and that could work against him yeah no doubt about it and and I, i'm glad that you brought up those guys because to me jayon brown he's listed number one in the depth chart which i know doesn't mean anything right now but but a significant player and someone that i really liked when they signed and i i expect things out of i that veteran presence that experience really big on that young defense so so a good deal so jesse thank you so much for your question you get a sticker we'll see if you get the t-shirt uh here in a few minutes all right our second question mo comes from dre up in the bay area dre says i'm getting worried about the lack of discussion around darren waller He's not practicing, and after his injury last year, he needs to get in shape. Any concerns for both you guys? Mo, I'll let you go first. I wouldn't have any concerns about Darren Waller until it, he becomes questionable before week one. We already know what Darren, uh, Darren, but, Darren, but, Darren Waller can do. Uh, <laughs> he has the Raiders franchise record in catches. He's basically going to be their number one or number two target alongside Devontae Adams, maybe number three behind Hunter Renfro in some games, but I, I'm not particularly worried. He may be, I don't want to say milking his injury, but he may be preserving himself as he's waiting also for a new contract deal. So that may be part of it. Not to say he's holding in. There's a lot of players have been doing this offseason. A lot of players have been coming to practice 
but not practicing in all the drills because they want a new deal. I don't think that's the case with Darian, Darian, Darren Waller. I got mm-hmm. Darian Butler on the mind today. But I anyway, it's my hat. I think, it's just it's hypnotizing. <laughs> yeah, me. it's hypnotizing. It definitely hypnotizing. But I'm not worried about Darren Waller yet. Until it's we until we we're after the preseason and we're going up to week one, if he's still questionable, not practicing at all, then I would worry. But I mean it, it's it's mid August right now. No reason to yeah. worry yet. Yeah, and I feel the same way. Look, I, the the contract stuff I think is 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 sticking in people's heads. And so yeah. I think they're getting more worried about that where Darren Waller was very clear uh, as camp was getting started that, look, I'm letting my agent take care of that. So for him and, and, and Darren Waller is an upfront guy, what he's been through in his life, how he turned his life around. I don't think he's going to say something he doesn't mean. Okay. So I think that with, if you're the Raiders, just like with Derek, not playing Derek, I know Derek's practicing. But I think with Darren Waller coming off the injury and everything, why why do it? It's not worth it. Now, you might then say, well, then why are they running Josh Jacobs? Well, Josh Jacobs isn't coming off the same thing. He's not Darren Waller. He's not about to get another big deal from this team because he will get the deal. It's just going to take some time, probably come in the offseason next year uh, or maybe during this season if they can get it together and, and defer it or something like that. But I wouldn't worry about it yet. But I understand you're excited, Dre. Everybody wants to know Darren Waller's out on the field and, and catching catching balls and making moves and all that stuff. Uh, so so I get that, but but I wouldn't worry about it. And I'm I'm with Mo. If he's listed as questionable for week one, then I would worry. So uh, good question, Dre. I appreciate you you sending that in. Thanks for listening or watching uh, as well. All right, then we go down to Los Angeles now. Um, uh, where In and Out was founded, by the way. If you watched the last show, uh, la, la, this is Rick. Rick in a Los Angeles says uh, lost in all this talk about right tackle and cornerbacks on the defense is the defensive front. Nichols was out and others were out as well, but your rush can't just be the edge. Who are the two key players on the inside that you click or you pick to click? And this question was directly for you, Mo. And we talked about it on yesterday's show, but Mo tell Rick in LA, if you're going to pick two guys you think emerge or a key to that 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 defensive front who is it for me it's gotta be Bilal Nichols when he comes back from the from the pup list the physically physically unable to perform list there was a report I believe Vinny Bonsignor of the Las Vegas Review Journal said that Bilal Nichols could be close to coming back uh he's a guy that they paid early in free agency so I expect him to get a lot of snaps uh Matthew Buck talked about last week's show the last show i think he's gonna pop right away simply because he's played in a varied front at tennessee so he's used to playing in different personnel groupings and lining up up and down on a defensive line so i think those two guys are going to be a guys who could play on all three downs i'm not going to say neil farrell because i think he's more of a run stuffer than a pass rusher and as yeah. you just said in your question you're absolutely right you need some interior pocket pressure not just guys on the outside but guys who could push the pocket on the inside and i think blau nichols and matthew butler are two of the guys who can do that no question. And it, and I think too, I, I think Nichols, if Nichols, if Nichols can't get healthy or if he plays and he's not a hundred percent healthy um, and he gets a slow start, I think that's a problem for them. Uh, and to your point, you said on yesterday's show, Mo, that maybe they get some help at, at, at the edge, or maybe they even get some help in the middle, whether it's free agent, whether it's trade, whatever it is, as they get later into camp slash preseason, you start to get concerned, and then that's when uh, Ziegler goes into action and starts to look for bodies if they have to. 
But to that person, the question is a great question because the Raiders also tried out Danny Shelton, defensive tackle, yeah. or no, I should say yeah. nose tackle. He signed with the Chiefs, though. So the mm -hmm. Raiders obviously feel like they can strengthen their defensive line. So your concern is warranted, is a legit concern there that if these guys don't come back healthy, and I'm talking about Jonathan Hankins and Blau Nichols, they're going to need some veteran insurance there. So they may try out another defensive tackle, nose tackle before the preseason ends. But again, if those guys don't come back, you want to know who could step up. And I, again, I think if it should be Bilal Nichols and it could be Matthew Butler. Yes. Butler was impressive in his press conference, by the way, um, and, and the conversation he had with the media. If you haven't watched that, I would suggest you do it. Okay. Now we're going all the way around the world. And we got to say Semper Fi. We're going to Kuwait for this next question, Mo. Kuwait, Middle East. Absolutely. Corporal Raider. He's in the Marine Corps. He's an E4. If you're a corporal, you're an E4, by the way. That's a pay scale. Um, so he's 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 out in the desert listening to the podcast. Thank you, man. That's so incredible. I love when I hear from our, our men and women uh, in the military. Uh, he says, yes, absolutely. Uh, he says, I've been re I've been reading 49er fans are going to attempt to take over Allegiant Stadium um when the when the uh, 49ers play the raiders by the way that's on new year's day next to the last week of the season what can be done to make sure the death star stays silver and black on new year's day 2023 mo i saw this too actually and i got this question a couple days ago and i read it i was like what's he talking about and then i saw a story i saw some fans some 49er fans uh, because um, some sports not coverage where you write and I also contribute uh, writing and video. Um, I, I saw fans, 49er fans talking about how they were trying to gather. So, so what are Raider fans going to do to make sure as they call them, the 40 whiners <laughs> don't take over Allegiant stadium on new year's day with hangover. Don't sell your tickets. Uh, <laughs> support Raider dad. He's bringing families to games this season. Yes. Uh, so yeah, just make sure you go to that game. If you if you plan on don't reschedule. If you if you're planning on go to the going to the game, go to the game. And if you're not gonna go, don't sell your tickets to some random. Give it to another Raider fan and make sure they go to the game because we cannot have the 49ers and their fans take over. Ooh, can you imagine if it was all red and gold inside the desk? I mean, I just there's no way Raider Nation lets that happen. That's like them no. allowing Charger fans to come in. They're just not gonna let it happen. It's just not gonna happen. But I just don't I will, see it. I just don't see it happen because the Raiders should be ultra competitive this season anyway. So why would the fans true. not want to go to that game on New Year's Day? Now I will tell you, if you're a Raider fan with season tickets and you live out of town, or you're a fan going to buy tickets for that game, the old Bay Area rivalry, and you want to see it, book your hotel like now because it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> so, so you might be staying in Barstow if you don't book your hotel now. <laughs> Because it's New Year's Eve and there's 350,000 people in the city extra. So so make sure you do it. But I thought Corporal Raider, uh, and he sent me uh, another part of the note uh, as well, just telling us how um, listening to the show and other Raider content keeps him going out there. So so just key. And again, thank you to our men and women who serve. Uh, no question. Uh, what you guys do is amazing. But yeah, so you guys can't sell. But here's the thing, Mo. I know, I know a couple listeners who are... PSL holders and their season ticket holders, um, they can't make it because they live in different parts of the country. They can't make it to all the games and they're trying to recoup their investments. So they sell tickets. They do. And they don't feel bad about yeah. it. 
they sell tickets to certain games. And this one, I, my only concern, even though I don't think Raider Nation will let it happen, my only little sliver of concern is that it's New Year's Day. It's a holiday. Mm. And knowing hotels are going to be nuts. I mean, a, a crappy hotel is going to cost you probably $500 a night, right? So, so get like 50 people in one room <laughs> to reduce the cost. The hotels are like, damn him. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I don't think Raider Nation will let it happen, especially because they know now by watching the chatter and listening to the show, what's going on. I just don't think it's going to happen. So do you anyway, honestly but, think the Raiders fans are let 49ers fans do that? No. Again, I think there's a couple uh, teams, any of the AFC West teams uh, or the 49ers. Yeah. like Maybe I, even I now the Patriots play late in the season too in Vegas. So mm-hmm, I don't true. think they're going to let the Patriots take over either. Uh, all the chowderheads from the, from the Northeast. So uh, anyway, but corporal, uh, corporal Raider, thank you so much for that question from Kuwait. All right. Then we go to Chris in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is an increasingly um, Raider town, by the way, because of the regional 500 miles from Las Vegas, more and more. And they market up there heavily, by the way, and the games are up there uh, on TV. So they're starting to get more fans up there. Uh, of course, uh, the former home of uh, Todd Christensen as well. So uh, here's what Chris asked. What do you guys think of the Raiders' new play-by-play guy, Jason Horowitz? He's a bit too generic for me. P.S. Tell Mo mint chip ice cream is the bomb. I didn't write it. He see, wrote now, it. Now, see, I... Now, for that last comment, I, I may have to just disagree with you and just say keep Horowitz on now because I don't know about your judgment on ice cream. Now, if you can't judge ice cream correctly, how do I expect you? He gets the T-shirt. How do I expect you to judge anything else if you can't judge ice cream correctly? And you eat ninja ice cream. <laughs> Come on now, you want to tell you? You oh, talk about boy. bland and generic, and then you, you you say I love mint chip ice cream. It's like, come on now. He's got so he's like got taste it. when it comes. He's got taste when it comes to ice cream. So this is Chris, right? This is Chris Chris in Salt Lake. Chris in Salt Lake. Do you like to brush your teeth and swallow toothpaste? Because that's basically (laughs) what you're doing every time you have Uh, mentioned uh, ice cream. By the way, so for for, just in case we have new listeners this week, uh, Mo thinks that mint chocolate chip ice cream is trash. Tastes like toothpaste that you don't eat things. You don't eat mint stuff. And then he he had tweeted he was out for some coffee gelato. He actually had a rare few hours off the other day, and he was enjoying himself. And he had some <laughs> coffee. And I I then said coffee is for drinking, not for frozen concoctions. So we have had this back and forth. So Chris obviously is a regular listener of the show, and so he brought that Shout up. To Chris, get out to him. But he said so. Josh Horowitz, have you heard him, Mo? I actually haven't heard him. You have. I'll listen yeah. to. I'll, I will listen to him after. But if you've heard, so him, I heard him, and and I will tell you this, Chris, and and I'll say this gingerly, and that is, give the dude a shot. Like, he's very good. He's very good. He he did college football. He did a lot of different sports. But remember, he's new to you, and he's new to the Raiders. This is his first NFL gig. He's got all the experience. He can do it just fine. So so I listened to him. And really like him. I like that it's a young voice. No offense to Brent Musburger, who's a legend. He's a, he's a goat, no question. But but when it comes to a young broadcaster coming in and kind of freshening things up, he works. So far, it's been you know one game, <laughs> and we talked we talked last uh, yesterday last show about giving players time to kind of work in. 
Give him time too, because he's very good. Technically he's learning the team. He's learning all that stuff. Um, but I enjoy him and he'll get his own. I, I hate to say voice cause he's got a voice already, but he'll get his own style. People already want to compare him to Greg Papa's right. You know, you can't do that. You have to give him or Bill King. You have to give him time to develop that. Okay. I think just like if you had a rookie quarterback, although he's not a rookie, he's a very seasoned broadcaster, by the way. Um, you have to give him time to work into the Raiders, to find his niche. And everybody wants a call, right? We live in this time where everybody's got to have a shtick. And maybe he doesn't, maybe he does, but it's got to come naturally. When we just lost Vin Scully, the best ever at baseball, no question. And, um, you know, he didn't have that. It was just a style and it took him time to get it. So give Jason some time and I think you're going to like him. And I think it's refreshing to me to hear a young voice, Mo. Yeah, and I have a parallel to this. I have a personal story, actually. I remember my first article on Bleach Report writing Raiders content. And yeah. I was critical of the Raiders, and I basically said they need to straighten out their instability in their defense at the time. This is 2014, I believe. And fans railed on me. they like, who's this guy <laughs> criticizing the Raiders? What are you talking about? And people, you know, I got emails and messages, and people just did not want me on the beat. And it took a while for people to get used to my style of writing. I was very direct. I, I, you know, I could be very critical and I stuck it out. And eventually, and here I am with Scott Gobranson talking to you guys. And I'm not saying everyone loves me now, but I have a lot more people who are on board with me than they were back then. So you're with me. So what went wrong? (laughs) I mean, Hey, you know, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm still on the airways, but the point is like, Sometimes when a new person comes on, it's hard because you're not used to their style, their delivery, or anything about them. So as Scott said, just give him a chance. Maybe he grows on you, maybe not. Yeah, and you know, I mean, listen, when I started covering the Raiders back in 17 and then going into 18 in a podcast and radio, um, you know, I had, unfortunately, I had a, a former friend who had pictures of me in Charger jerseys and then was talking about how I used to be a Charger fan, even though I was very clear about it up front, right? And so Raider fans at first, some of them, and I'm sure some of them stopped listening and never listened again, and that's fine too. But some of them, oh, you're a Charger fan. And then over time, they listened and they said, okay, you know what? He's He's got good guests on. He's got good co-hosts. Occasionally I've had some bad ones, but he's also good ones. Um, and and he's also bringing on good stuff. And he he's covering the Raiders objectively. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fanboy, but I, I cover objectively. And so over time... Some people I convince, some people you never convince. And so some people will never like Jason Horowitz because he's not Greg Papa or he's not Bill King, depending how old you are. And so so I get that. But you're right, Mo. We all, as professionals, no matter what you do, when you switch gears and you do something new or you cover a new team, especially in the media, it takes time. And so I think he's going to be fine. He's going to find his own voice. He's got Lincoln Kennedy next to him to give him the Raider knowledge, which I think is very big. Um, but it's time for that next generation to take over and take the reins in the booth. You're seeing it across the league with a lot of teams. You're seeing it in baseball. You're seeing it in the NBA, right, Mo? Um, I don't watch the NBA, but I know you do. But I know the broadcasters, and I know how young it's getting. And that's a very good thing for everybody. And I think for Raider Nation, you'll get used to him and you'll come to appreciate him. Yeah, just got to give us some time. Unlike me and Minship Ice Cream, no matter how many times I try, I will hate it. It, it will never grow on me, but something like, you know, Horowitz on the radio, it, it could, it could grow on you eventually. 
Although I have to tell you, my my favorite ice cream makes me feel like I'm 90, and you can't find it anywhere. Have you ever had Spumoni? Spumoni ice cream? <laughs> you don't know what it is, do you? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> my no my paisans, my Italian buddies out there will know what it is. It is ice cream. Do you like Neapolitan ice cream? Or is that not your thing? Chocolate, not strawberry, thing. vanilla? No, Not, not my well, thing. Well, <laughs> Spumoni. I don't hate it, though. Spumoni is like that. It's it's chocolate, it's cherry, and it's pistachio. See, that wouldn't work for me because I'm not a big fan. of. I don't like chocolate ice cream. Okay. I don't. That's fair. I like chocolate everything else. I don't like chocolate ice cream. Cherry ice cream. I thought, I, I, I thought you might like it because I know on holidays, your family, because we've talked about it over the years on the show as when you were a guest and then, of course, as a host with me, uh, about your rainbow cake on holidays. But it yes. doesn't. That that's not different flavors. That's just rainbow cake, right? It doesn't, it, it doesn't, doesn't have chocolate it, icing. It, it it does have chocolate icing, but it's just to me, it's not a parallel there. No, not the chocolate it's ice cream. A, different flavor. Yeah, different. Right, right. So it's a little I different. Understand that. But you, but you, but you're absolutely right. Maybe I have to try it, see how I feel about it, because I've never tried it. So <laughs> I, I like to try things before I, you know, slander that's okay. it. But so, so but maybe I'll try it. Peanut butter chocolate ice cream? No. The chocolate thing is, I don't like chocolate donuts and I don't like chocolate ice cream. Okay, is, that's fair. No, that's good. I mean, I, I get that. I like my, my wife is the same way. She's not, doesn't, I used to, when we were, when we were first married, she would get me birthday cake. I'm, oh, thank you. And then I cut into it and it would be yellow. I'm like, oh, I want a chocolate cake. No, I like yellow cake now. I actually like see, it better now than I do like chocolate okay. cake. But when I was okay. younger, I was all about the chocolate cake, right? So it took time, though, for me, because I, to your point, I tried something different. In this case, my wife was going to make me sleep on the couch. No, she was going <laughs> to, she, 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 she got me into different things. So, so I get it. So, we, so we're on the same page on that one, but we'll, we'll try it. I'm going to have to just fly to New York and just buy a bunch of ice cream and see. We'll do like a, we'll do a video. Viewers, Mo if does you wanna, ice cream. I know. Viewers, if you want to send ice cream for me to try on air. Oh. I'm completely open to that, except for if it's mint chip, I'll send it back. Do you like, are you against all chip ice creams or just mint chip? Just mint chip. Okay, because in Cincinnati, there's a place called Grater's Ice Cream. It's it's unbelievable. I'm going to send you some. Raspberry chip. You like raspberry? I'll try it. I'll try it. I've okay. never tried like raspberry it. ice cream, but I'll try it. I, I, I'm not a raspberry guy. And then I went to the Grater's here in Cincinnati and I and my 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 wife got it and I'm like ah, I'll try it try it. it's really good I'm like raspberry uh, so I tried it and I'm like holy crap this is good <laughs> so 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 yeah you never know until you try so I sense a running theme here Scott once you're married your taste buds change <laughs> with the help of your wife <laughs> that can be true that can be true and now it took me a few years to break my wife in because she didn't know how to cook when I asked my mother-in-law. And father-in-law permission because traditional Hispanic family. When I asked them, her mother started crying and hugged me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what, what are you sorry for? What don't I know? And she said, I didn't teach her how to cook. I didn't teach her how to iron shirts. And I'm like, and I kind of chuckled inside. And I'm like, it's like 1995. Women don't have to do that stuff all the time. So, so anyway, but yes, um, it, you, when you get married, because you're two different people, right? You, you, you like different things, but then you get each other, you coerce each other to try things 
And then you realize, oh, it's not so bad. So that's the great thing about relationships. At least in the ladies, ladies, I am who I am. Don't try to change me. <laughs> All right. Mint chocolate chip will it. never be my thing. Chocolate ice cream will never be my thing. No matter how that's hard okay. you try. That that's, that's okay. the line that I will never cross over. Yes. I even have one of my sons, you know, the kids, kid, chocolate ice cream, chocolate ice cream. He's like vanilla. But that's his personality. Like sky is blue. No, it's yellow. So he's <laughs> always counter to everything else, but he he eats vanilla. And it's like, man, a kid, you know, vanilla ice cream for a kid. You kind of, yeah. As an adult, I like it more just because it's subtle. But hold right. on. All right, so we talked about ice cream too long. Anyway, listen, Raider Nation, this was great. Our first uh, podcast, our first uh, listener Q&A podcast. So thank you for joining us. Keep the questions coming in. They're, they're awesome. And I know we'll have some more probably coming up after Sunday's game, which is just two days away as we come to you on Friday. So make sure you send them in to mail at silverandblacktoday.com mail at silverandblacktoday.com make sure you put your name and your address because we're going to send everybody a sticker a show sticker we want to see you also when you take that sticker where you put it in a clean place that's family friendly by the way um uh, unless you're just sending them dm to mo no um oh, no. just kidding just kidding don't do that don't oh, do no. that We'll get some guys sending stuff and we don't want that's to. A, yeah, um, we, you'll get blocked immediately for that. Uh, <laughs> but put the sticker in a clean place and then and then tweet out the picture and tag all of us in it. Um, but we also send one question a week. We will send a T-shirt, okay, uh, as well. And uh, we'll do that. So so we got to pick a winner this week. Uh, there was Jesse in Kentucky with the, the linebacker question. There was Dre in the Bay Area about Darren Waller. There was Rick in LA about the defensive front. And there was a uh, corporal Raider in Kuwait, Hua, which I'm not sure if we can send a t-shirt to Kuwait, but we'll do our best. You probably have a stateside address. And then Chris in Salt Lake, um, who likes mint chip ice cream. Did I just sink his chances? You definitely did. <laughs> that is <laughs> reprehensible. You what do you, you think? Can't. I'm thinking I, I, my vote I'm going to let you decide. You're the, you're the swing vote, Mo. So if you agree with me, great. If you don't, if you have a different view, we'll go with yours. I'm going to pick Rick in L.A. around the defensive front. Yeah, that was Rick in L.A. who had the question about who's going to provide pressure in the middle. That's correct. Yeah, I, I picked him simply because the Raiders obviously share his thought. Again, I, I brought yeah. up, they brought in Danny Shelton for a reason. So they obviously, not that they have concerns, but they feel like they need some depth there. So I think that's a great question. It was. So, so Rick, congratulations. We are going to send you a sticker and the T-shirt. So when you get the T-shirt, Rick, make sure you take a picture of it. I know you're on Twitter because uh, you've, you've, you've contacted me before. Make sure you post a picture of yourself in the T-shirt uh, as well. Uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, yes, dogs are allowed to wear the T-shirt. I got a question about that. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, so go ahead and do that. But Rick, congratulations on that. To Jesse, Dre, Corporal Raider, and Chris, thank you again, guys. Your sticker will be on the way as well. So we certainly appreciate it. That's going to wrap up this fun Friday mailbag question and answer session with Mo and I. We appreciate it. Mo, we will talk to you next Sunday night after the game. Yes, and we'll be back with Murph, so the three of us will break it all down for you. Instant reactions. I'm sure you want to tune in for that. Absolutely. All right. For Momo, and I am Scott Cobranzas. Do us a favor again. I know I remind you all the time, but we really need you to do it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to us on audio, 
do it wherever you get your podcast. We're happy wherever you get it. Thank you for that. I would also recommend the free Odyssey app. You can listen to not only great podcasts from all over the NFL and Major League Baseball, but you can also listen to your favorite Odyssey sports station wherever you may be in the country. So go ahead and do that. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe and the notifications bell. If you hit the notifications bell, you will get notified every time a new show drops. So thank you for that. For Mo, I'm Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your Friday night, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.